Hello and welcome to the Bill Bates Interviews podcast with me, Bill Bates. What you're about to hear is one of two pilot episodes I recorded, just before my sponsor went bust and their cheque bounced. This has obviously made me re-evaluate my podcast career. But despite the sadness, I hope you still enjoy the podcast. And fear not, podcast listeners, I will be back. Hello, and welcome to the Bill Bates Interviews Podcast. Bill Bates Podcast. This is episode number one. This week, I am with artist Rupen Barthika. Uh, Roop uh, lives in Warwick and his website is RoopArt, R-U-P-E, art.com. Uh, he's an amazing painter. I've known him for about 30 years. I'm going to ask him where he gets his ideas from, about art busking, his collections, how he paints, who inspires him, and hopefully it will come up with some ideas and who we can get sponsors for for the show. Um, maybe Julux Paints, maybe. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, etc. Uh, welcome, Rupert Barthagel! Hey, hey, thank you, Bill. All right, mate, how are you? Good. Very, very good. Thank welcome you. to the Bill Bates Institute. Oh, I feel very welcome. Right, good stuff. So, can I say, mm-hmm. all right, I want to say, because you're my mate, I've known you for a long time. What's coming? Well, I just want to say how you, how you sit in front of a blank canvas mm-hmm. and produce something so beautiful so emotional so poignant I, I just find it fascinating you my friend are very gifted oh that's very kind of you it's honestly honestly i was talking about this with chris who's here today my wife chris and when i first met her i was telling her about how i wanted to paint so she bought me a canvas a blank like white yeah. canvas that you can buy it stayed up on our wall for four years as a before, blank as a blank because it was her way of saying to me are you going to actually do it oh, you're talking wow. about it are you going to do it and it wasn't like a white cat in the snow or anything like that. <laughs> I couldn't get away with that but it was one of those things it's hard I think if you're if you're thinking about being an artist that you, you Great question, Bill, because it is the hardest thing. Because do you not feel like you just want to splat stuff? Well, on, yeah, make but a do you know mess? how expensive oil paints are, right? Mm. I mean, it is expensive stuff. I mean, you you know, you buy these paints and you think first of all, you think you get this fear of whatever you do because you've talked about it for so long <laughs> that whatever you do is gonna it's got to be perfect. Yeah. So you have this thing about being perfect, and then you have all of those things that hit you about: Am I good enough? You know, people are going to be looking at this like my wife, the yeah. cat. Or me. Yeah, if you're invited, you might even look at it. Yeah. And, and it's one of those things and people might see it and you think, oh, my God. So this imposter syndrome, there's all of these things hit you yeah. quite hard for a while. And you get into this paralysis, I think. I think a lot of people do that. And have you still got that white? No, I think. Are I, you I, painted? I've... That's a shame. <laughs> Oh, no, I haven't got that You one. haven't got that one. <laughs> anyway, look, no. a question to start with, because mm. we we've only just started now. Right, question. Mm. Um, I asked you for three words oh, gosh. to describe yourself. Now, your words were gorgeous, <laughs> which is really interesting, a listener, which I'll, I'm going to ask Chris. <laughs> and then uh, you said pathetic. Why did you say pathetic? 
Yeah, I couldn't spell empathetic. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I think three good words. I think you're gorgeous. Well, gorgeous. Yeah, I'm not sure about a good listener, but anyway, that's good. No. So, Rup, okay, when when if you, you... It's, listeners, if you're out there, I said to him, these are not the three words that well, describe you. Me. Never put that on the text, uh, mate. Okay. So, anyway, so when when did you first? find out that you're all arty well look my dad used to paint was you good at colouring in because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I bet yeah I bet well, when you was at school like, I bet you kept really within the lines didn't you I bet yeah God for the Jamesons <laughs> um I uh, know. I think they make the worst actual type of artists. Actually, you want the ones, the kids that paint over the lines that can express themselves that can let the emotions go I think I'm going to answer this one seriously because yeah. I think it's a really good point um, my dad used to paint, and he was very good at it. But yeah. He was recognised as a good artist, okay, which made me quite inferior to him. Like, anything I did was never as good enough as dad. Yeah. Are we talking painting like... Yeah, artistic All painting. stairs and landing. And then dad taught... <laughs> yeah. He's very good. Really I said good. that after a whole Jameson's. So, uh, well, I reckon... I, oh, right. Because I says to Louise, I yeah. said, right, I bet you you did art to avoid all the... The arts, the hard subjects like maths. Oh no, I'll no. See, art. I see. I never did art school. Are you joking? No, they wouldn't let me in. Amazing. It's true. Oh my god! Right. So, did your dad force you to do it? No, dad taught me how the skeleton worked. This is honestly the truth. Right. Go on. He showed me how if a shoulder does uh, goes in a certain direction, the hips go the other, and that when he showed me that as a like little stick men, you know, I was eight. I was hooked. I kept looking at people going, what are their shoulders doing? What are their legs doing? And later on in life... What's that got to do with painting? Well, when I... I'm nodding my head now. (laughs) What's that got to do with painting is, it is an absolute basics for getting the figure correct in the far as the movement goes, right? So if someone's walking, they're never quite straight. They're moving one shoulder harder than the other and the hip does the opposite. And if you can do that, you are... You know, you've you've halfway there to a quite a good figure. That is amazing. And when I I'd love a good figure, really. <laughs> I know. That's where we're on Slimming World together. Should we talk about that? No, we're not okay. talking about Slimming World. And um... <laughs> I, I want to ask you because I'm obviously we've only got thirty minutes, so I've got to ask you lots of different questions. Joe Rogan has three but hours. No, no. So you know, some people can do the mix in the colours thing. Yeah. Can you do that? <laughs> Like if you get like red and, that's one of and yellow, yeah. and then you make it into green. How do you do that? I haven't got a clue how that works. Well, you get some yellow, yeah, <laughs> and you get a bit of blue, <laughs> and then you join them up a little bit, and then you get. Oh, different... is it the red and the blue yeah. that makes the green? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So if you get like two colours, was that, was that a trick question? No, I didn't. Know. I'm looking at Louise. So if you got no. two colours, okay. got two colours, right? Yep. And then you mix them together. Have you still got two colours? Well. Because it's like a, or no, is there a like or is there a metamorphosis thing? It's, it's sort of. I'm a met. Yeah. It's really good. Do you know what, it? though? Just on that, it isn't really. What got me interested in all this, with the colour thing, was light. The, 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 the people that inspired me most was the ones who could represent light on a canvas. Yeah. Right? It's how do you, you can't get a tube of light from the shops. You can't say, I'll have a bit of sunlight, please. You've got yellows and whites and things, right? How do you make that look like light? Once I understood some of that, it became really interesting. 
because now I can put dings of light into pictures and it can make the whole thing sparkle. I can see the light in your eyes. Colour fascinates me. There was mm -hmm. um, a bloke called Vincent Wilhelm van Gogh. <laughs> yeah. He was a Dutch um, impressionist painter who, and he became famous, uh, if you've ever heard of him. And uh, he liked yellow, didn't he? He liked a bit of yellow. He used about... He did, like... Sorry, everyone's laughing here, listeners. Um, he did like a few yellows. So he had quite got, a few yellows. Have you got a favourite colour? <laughs> um, I quite like a bit of blue. Blue is a good colour, yeah. 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 Is white a colour? Well, well, I don't know. I don't... What do you, you think? You don't know. Well, if you what don't... Do you, what do you think? Red and yellow and... White's not in there, but white, white is... No. No. Well, so it's got... No. <laughs> OK, another question. White, is, white is used... To be honest, white is used to mix a lot of... So, so colour theory, really quickly for me... Go on, then. You've got your primary colours, which are the, the your big, yellow... The best ones, yeah. <laughs> you've got your primary colours, blue, yellow and red, because you can't mix to get those colours, right? Yeah. But if you mix the opposites together, what they call complementary colours... If you mix like a blue with an orange, for example, you get a bit of mud. Mud. You stick a bit of white in it, you get this amazing grey. mud. You get this, no, you get this grey, which is gorgeous. Much better than black and white together. I love it. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> have you a question? Because I've asked my listeners, obviously, and um, 17 people asked me this question. Um, can you ask Rup, has he ever painted pebbles? <laughs> Yes, because Louise... Brilliant, isn't it? Louise got me to... Got Chris to do some pebbles for hedgehogs or something. I don't know. Yeah. And then she borrowed some paints off me, and I think I did one. I think... Yeah, I think you should do but more I, than I that. I have to say... More of that. I think... I've seen your pebble drawings, and I think they're very good. But I don't know much about pebble drawings. Um, yeah, I, I cheated on mine. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so um, what mediums do you prefer? Not... Ghost medium, not that sort of medium. Like, um, what is it? Oils or watercolor, or what is it you paint in? I use acrylics now. I used to use oils because I thought that's what you're supposed to. Yeah. They are expensive, but they take ages to dry, and everyone thinks you should be using oils if you're serious. Yeah. But I think that's, you know, I use acrylics because they dry faster. I can do more with it. Yeah. And I can collage, I can do a whole lot of Do you of like to things. really experiment? Like, um, have, have you ever considered, like, covering yourself in paint and rolling around naked on a, a big giant canvas? <laughs> have you ever thought of doing that? Well, I... Because I... <laughs> I'd, li I'd like to do that. <laughs> Not with you in the room. OK. Well, um, I think it's amazing. OK. Are we... Do we move on? Yeah, no, okay, okay, move on. And um, are there, because this is again another serious question, like, are there times when you think, I just can't be asked and then just get Well, down the I pub? could answer that, but I think the um, CIA will have a thing to say about that because they, I, don't, I don't want to talk about that. No. In, if that's we've, okay. we've not let the sponsor. No, I'm going to talk to Joe Rogan about that later. No, we're not allowed to, to do can't that. I'll talk to you about that. Anyway, one day, uh, for my listeners' sake, um, you taught me uh, a little bit about painting, didn't you? I tried to teach you something about painting, yes. Which I absolutely really enjoyed it. You know, it's like, listeners, when you think, hey, I, I'm, I'm, I want to do this, I want to learn how to do this. 
and I learned uh, I was crap at it, which is f fair enough. Mm, I wouldn't say you were crap. You did at the time. No, you, well, <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> but so uh, what I want to know, Ruth, is uh, how do you approach this sort of creativeness? You know what I mean? You think, oh, I want to create, I want to paint like a nude in a in a bedroom, quite a big lady, like <laughs> resting on the back of a bed with a like a sunflower in your mouth or something like that. Have you ever thought about yes. where would you start? That's my You'd starting get the point. Sunflower. That is my starting point actually. I get the big lady. Yeah. <laughs> and I make sure she's you know happy, got the right, you know, the amount of chocolates. Yeah. And <laughs> it's important. <laughs> Chocolates are fine. Or, Shallow, well, I thought. You know, but well, yeah, you know, yeah. Just so that she's relaxed. But yeah. And laying back on the bed. She like would you say. need to be relaxed. She would, she? yeah. yeah. So James but is how do you keep her still? Because well, my Louise should be eating the chocolates, so there's just no way. Ah, uh, well, see, that's you got to have. You got to have stereo chocolates, one each side of right. the bed, so that you don't have to move too much. Okay, I'm glad yeah. we covered that point. Um. <laughs> Because my granddaddy got me some uh, painting by numbers. I yeah. Have you ever done that? I have done that. Well, when he gave me the painting by numbers, right, because I'm a bit dyslexic, right, he gave yeah. us, um, it was a second-hand painting by numbers, so most of them were already done. <laughs> right? And All the twos were left out, well, were they? No, but I'm dyslexic, so I, the blue was number four, and the green was number two, or the other way around, I can't remember now. But I did the sky green, Yep. And the trees and the grass blue, right? Mm -hmm. And my granddad went nuts. So it's a philosophical question here now. Yeah, of course. Does it matter? It does, yes. Huh? Your dad, granddad he was right. Yeah, really? Yeah, he's right. Yeah, you were totally wrong. He, yeah. You should have you should have checked out your number twos and your fours. I never and... really got over that, to no. be honest. Well, you know. You're based in Warwick, yeah? I am. Great place to live. Oh, you yeah. used to live in Cornwall. Which is a proper artist community, it isn't is, that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what's the difference between painting down there and painting up here? Besides, there's a lot of cars, caravans down there, isn't there? Well, no, there's some really good artists down there. A lot of caravans. Yeah. Is the light better? The light is actually pretty shit here, but it's really good in Cornwall. Is it really? It is actually. It's a bit like, and this is, I'm being quite serious now, if you want. Yeah. It is a bit like turning the contrast knob up a couple of notches. Because every are down in Cornwall, because everything is a bit more, I don't know if you can notice wow. it. You know, like everything looks clearer. It's yeah. a bit like someone's turned that up a bit. Yeah. And, you know, I think, I think you get used to it when you're down there. Yeah. So that when everything looks a bit greyer when you come up here. That's just my opinion. And and going to um, your uh, your art, yeah, uh, you arts, um, yes. you did a lot of painting and musicians. I did art bus, I think it was called. It's called art bus. Art bus. So mm. a lot of the musicians um, uh, and singers they sort of move around a lot. Like yes, Alan Harvey. Yeah, you know, great great art painting you did. Keith Donnelly, he moved. Mind he's bold, so it would have been easy to paint him. So. Did you say, like, stop moving around or what do you do? Yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah, I did. Well, think about... <laughs> Sorry, there's people to my right <laughs> laughing. I don't know why they're laughing because that's a rubbish question. <laughs> he does, he does but, but, but if you notice, the microphone is always in the same place, isn't it, Bill? You know, when you're singing... Oh, brilliant. So people tend to come Very to the same good. place. So you, but, but, but here's the fun of it. 
you've got about five minutes to get a song done because it takes yeah. about five minutes for a song, right? Yeah. So you've got to get that shape down in five minutes. And the fun of this is that is that you've got to make a stroke. Once you make a stroke, that's it. You can't be fussy about it. So what you end up with a fresher, more vital sort of painting. Sometimes it looks rubbish. Yeah. But the people that are there tend to like it because they were there at the it time. Was and themselves, they can see but it. they're not going to. Yeah. And your <laughs> dance collection. I love your dance collection. I'm Thank very uh, honoured to have one of your paintings. The movement and the fitness. I just love the movement and the dancers. The summer feeling and the colours. Port, they're just so amazing. Yeah, tell us about that and tell us about your portraits. And Thank your, you. Yeah, fantastic. Well, yeah. so so um, that came about during lockdown, and before that period, I used to paint quite tonal paintings that I was taught in Cornwall. Yeah, which is much more grey, greys and earthy colours. But I really was. It was quite a dark period being stuck in your room. I think we all found it a bit of a weird phase, didn't we? Yeah. And for me, my escape was to fill my walls with what i used to i just thought what do i love and i used to love i've never been to cuba or new orleans but i love you those couldn't in lockdown no i couldn't anyway <laughs> i couldn't afford to get there but but i love those distressed walls or the those yeah. walls i have with those those lovely yellows and reds and my granddad's blues. house was like that was <laughs> anyway so i just wanted to bring that into my into my world and i did abstract paintings yeah and i just wanted to put dancers on top of those abstract paintings and that's how that came about it's absolutely brilliant uh, what i like about your work is you you seem to merge abstract and realism at the same time it looks so exciting and you merge bold energy and subtleness and precise work. Fantastic, mate. So Thank you. That's, it's no problem at all. I've got I all love that. you, I, Bill. No, it's fine. I've got Can that I just say you. that? Am I allowed to say that? Yeah, but no, I've I got, love you, Bill. I've got that Thank off you. your website. You suck. <laughs> um, so, uh, anyway, quick fire question round. Okay, quick fire. <laughs> Who's your favourite artist? I would say Van Gogh. William Van Gogh, the guy you mentioned. Yeah, um, why? Just the colours, the fact that he didn't really care about what anyone else thought. Yeah. And he filled people's world with colour. And how much is his art worth? Uh, at least 50 quid, if not more. More. Probably more. Amazon Prime, you probably get that, what, without the frame? I don't know, you get it in a couple of days if you're on Prime. <laughs> and what's your favourite painting? Oh, God, there's too many. Um, I would say my favourite painting is the. Uh, well, I don't know. Okay. Don't know. Could uh, this is a quick fire round for you? Um, how do you feel about <laughs> technology and art? Could AI produce a work of art? Well, I wouldn't know. It okay. Wouldn't. And next question: um, Are there any specific? Themes that appear in your art as it keeps coming up, like blue, for example. No, just big ladies lying backwards with a sunflower <laughs> in their mouth. <laughs> well, we're coming to an end now. We're coming to an end. Um, have you brought out what have you got coming up? What projects? So, first uh, of June, everybody down at Warwick at Ronnie's, we've got the no memories. Point of, saying first June because um, it's coming out after first of June. Okay, but, hope yeah. you liked it, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was a good one, wasn't it? But, uh, yeah, but you, you've it went got really well. Exhibitions, yeah, exhibitions coming what up. What you're painting next? What I'm, you're I'm, painting? I'm so, so I've got what a Stratford Art Society on the eighth of June. 
We're painting some of my friends, Keith Donnelly and Lauren have come in. There's a few people like Pete Delves and Rob Cooper coming to do like a folk night. And I'm painting them all live in front of a lot of artists, which is scary stuff. Amazing. You are such amazing. Um, two or three more questions, right? Name a film, a song, a place, a painting or a book that you absolutely love. Um, oh, Christ. Ooh. Ooh. Um, Film, I think I liked Avatar. I think, um, I oh, in Bruges, brilliant and film, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. And, um, two more questions then, okay? Can you think of a sponsor, or if you can think of a sponsor, can you put in a good word for us, like, yeah, Dulux or something like that? Yeah, yeah. last question, what's the biggest brush you've got? Uh, it's a two incher, <laughs> uh, actually, no, it's a four incher, actually. Um, okay. it's it's quite good for, um, Making a big stroke. Could you help us with your my whole stairs and landing? No. Okay then. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Rupert Mothercam. <laughs> Thank you very much, Rupert. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> man. Thank you for listening to the Bill Bates Interviews podcast. Bill Bates podcast. I hope you've enjoyed listening to it as much as I've enjoyed making it. I'd love to hear your ideas on who my next victim should be, sorry, who my next guest should be and what topics you think I should be covering. But I won't be tackling controversial subjects, though. Not yet, anyway. Thanks again for your support. Catch you next time on Bill Bates Interviews Podcast. Bill Bates. <laughs>